this is Maureen Quende, your podcast host, and you are listening to the Empowerment Minutes podcast. If you're here for the first time, it's a podcast to empower you with nuggets on learning and development, training, leadership, coaching, entrepreneurship, and personal growth. I am a learning leader, researcher, speaker, coach, consultant, and author of the book, Dream Big and Live Your Dreams Boldly. I'm the CEO and founder of EMK Learning Solutions, LLC. I have been honored to coach instructional designers, training professionals to become better leaders. And so if that's something that you need help with, I would be more than happy to help. So it's exciting to be back on this show this week for another empowering episode. But before I get excited and get started, I want to take a moment to say thank you for being a fan of the podcast. You take the time to listen every week. Honestly, that keeps us going and it means a whole lot to me and all the fans. So thank you so much. So this month is an inspiring month and because it's Women History Month, right? And so we're having a special series called Women um, Empowerment Series. And so the way it works is throughout this month, we we all, we we're really gonna have uh, women speakers who are gonna come and inspire other women, right? And so if you're listening and you're not a woman, don't worry, you can listen and still uh, you know, share some nuggets with your wife, with your sister, and someone you know who's a close friend, who's a female. So thank you so much. So today I have a special guest, and this is the person who's really kicking off this uh, Women's History Month special series and it's a dear friend. I can't wait to introduce you to her. And so without much ado, welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for accepting our invitation to be a guest on the show. Can you tell us what you do and what you do really in a nutshell? I'm sure our guests would like to know much about you. And so go ahead. Well, thank you so much, Maureen. First, thank you for inviting me on the show. It is truly an honor to be part of women's history. The, the shoulders of the, the women that we stand upon right now is incredible. We wouldn't be able to, to be where we are to do the things that, that we're able to do right now if it weren't for those, those women. So a, a big shout out to all those who came before us. Um, so what do I do? I heard a phrase this morning that was so telling, slow motion multitasker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I am a coach. I'm a transformational coach. I work with women who are in their mid-40s to their 60s as a transition from one set of, of their life to another. Um, wow. dealing with all the pressures that they they deal with to those who are stuck and looking to transition for just that next step, maybe get some clarity on where do they want to go. And I also work with young people. I work with uh, youth teaching leadership skills to middle mm-hmm. school and high school students and nice. some workplace transition for, for college age students. And the reason I say I'm a transitional coach or transformational coach is because it's for those who are looking in their heart for ways to transfer their their life from where they are to where they want to be. And yeah, so that's that is where I am. I've had a diverse 
career with many different things. I currently live in Dallas and Mm -hmm. am just having the time of my life. (laughs) That's amazing, you know, Amy, to hear about your background, you're working with women on a transition, and then, you know, having that passion to empower youth, you know, in middle and high school, and just pouring into them and just being as authentic as possible. Those are some things that knowing you for this all this time at John Maxwell is just really inspiring. And I just want to say thank you for all you do and uh, and also for what you're going to be sharing today about self-leadership and awareness. So I cannot wait. And I know our special guests, guests cannot wait to learn about self-leadership and awareness. So thank you so much. And here we go. So our mentor, John Maxwell, it teaches on uh, teaches us that leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. That's my favorite de- definition of leadership. So when it comes to leadership, we know it's easier to lead someone else, right, than to lead ourselves, you know? So definitely self-leadership is not a walk in the park, yet it's very crucial for everyone, especially women, which is the focus of this series, right? Of course, we're, ex- we're honoring a women leadership, uh, Women History Month. So one thing that women do is juggle a lot, right? As a mom, I do like, oh my gosh, I'm always into something, you know? Uh, we, we must really take time to uh, care for ourselves. You know, we want to care for our family, we want to care for our children, the community, the whole gamut, right? So it's easy really to get lost. That's why I really want to know as a coach, a transformational coach, what are your thoughts on this, Amy? Maureen, you couldn't be more right. And after you invited me to be on the podcast, I was thinking about the transitions in my life what inspired me, what led me to where I am right now. And I distinctly remember when I was a child and you may be too young to, to have known this commercial, but there was an (laughs) perfume commercial and on it, there was a lady and she said, I can bring home the bacon, fry Mm -hmm. it up in the pan and never let my husband forget he's a man. And she did. She transitioned from a business suit to a mom to this stunning goddess. (laughs) Wow. And I thought, yes, we can do it all. We can have it all. We can be it all. And I went through life with that idea. And what I learned was that we can't do it all. We can't be it all. Not at the same time. We often say balance. And Mm -hmm. as women, I don't think that that is always something that we should strive for because it's like a pendulum. Sometimes there are different seasons for different things. I was a single mom for most of my kids' lives growing up. And I remember I was also a businesswoman. I was a saleswoman. I worked corporate, trying to be the best I could be at that, trying to be at all my my kids' activities, and trying to remember that there was a piece of me that was myself. Mm -hmm. And it was really difficult. So I I encourage women as they are going through things, because I just, I felt like I reacted. As women too, we feel many times that we're supposed to be the best at everything we do. And if we ask for help, 
that's a sign of weakness. I know men Mm -hmm. often feel that, but women do too. So as I have gained wisdom through age, I I would encourage women to take a moment for self-awareness, to take a moment to know that it's okay not to to be the end-all and be-all for everything. And that life is going to be okay if you're not perfect. Um, Ask for help. That's one of the things that, as I said, I never did because I didn't want somebody to think I couldn't do everything. Mm -hmm. And instead I became overwhelmed. And even to the point where I feel like I lost my identity at some points of my life. So for women, reach out to others too. There are so many women now that are going through the same thing you are, but nobody Mm -hmm. talks about it. And there are people that are there to, to empower, as you said, for, for today, our empowerment minutes, who are there rooting you on, who can wow. help pick up the slack in some areas that maybe we're not as gifted in, mm-hmm. is not our natural tendency, or we're just struggling with that at that moment. Share the wealth because there are people that are there to help. And, and I often say this, and it sounds silly and sounds very simple, but be kind to yourself. That's something that we don't hear enough (laughs) from from ourselves, our self-talk. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself a little grace. Those are some big things that women need to hear, I believe. Those Um, are really powerful words. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, the, the young people coming up today are, are so incredible. I, I've got adult daughters now who are wonderful, strong women. Mm-hmm. And when they go into jobs, one of the things that they look for is work-life balance. And again, rarely do do I say that there's balance, but that's not something that I believe people in the age group that I work with ever Mm -hmm. thought about. We were just there to do the job. And it is incredible. There's so much that we can learn from the young women in our lives. Absolutely. And I, I, exactly. And I encourage people to step out and, and share some reverse mentoring as I said, with my daughters, they're both professional women. And as they're getting married and having their babies and things like that, and and struggling with trying to to do everything, Mm -hmm. it's important that mentoring goes both ways, that we be open to that. Um, We're incredible women. You're an incredible woman. We are raising generations of incredible women. And so we have to pass these legacies, these nuggets, as you, as you will, will say mm-hmm. of, of wisdom onto one another backwards and forwards. <laughs> I think that's really a, a very unique perspective there because usually people think of it as, as mentoring as just a one way, uh, one way approach. You know, you've, you've, highlighted quite a few things here uh, talking about asking for help. Um, you know, I've, I would also want to add to that by saying we also have to accept help. 
Because sometimes even when people are offering help, or even when women know that we have that option to accept help, we choose not to, you know, because we're wanting to just, you know, be just, just, just do it all. You know, at the end of the day, you have just one life to live, right? So there's nothing wrong in, in accepting help because you can only offer what you have, right? So if we're just being so burnt out, we're just doing all these things. And at some point, we, would, we wouldn't even have anything to give at all. And when we look at some things that can influence women accepting help or, or even, uh, even exploring these ideas, one thing that could, could get in the way could be culture, right? Because sometimes some people can come from a culture that says, oh, no, you know, you cannot do this, you cannot do that. So, you know, anyone who's listening to this call, regardless the culture you're coming from, you know, we're all human beings, right? And we need, we need help and we need each other, you know? Coming from that background where our, our, the women now, the young women, you know, they're getting into many things that are opening their minds to, but those, you know, baby boomers, different generations, it was different. So then I, def I definitely see the benefit of having the reverse uh, mentoring, right? Because people from the older generations might not even see the, pos the possibilities that these generations are seeing. So um, those are some really great golden nuggets here. If you have a daughter, uh, you have someone in your life that you can go both ways, be open, you know, like, like Amy says, be open to receive help and ask for help. This is just so powerful. I, I love this topic. I can talk about women all day, but I want to hear even some more because I know some people are tuning in because they're busy taking notes. So I don't want to um, stop the flow. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, just, just continue. So when it comes to, I know you shared about self-awareness and, and self-leadership, but what strategies can women take advantage of to lead themselves effectively? One of the things that, that you alluded to is not only asking for, for help, but, but as you said, receiving help. So one of their things in awareness is learning to be aware of what you don't know. And mm -hmm trying to figure out from that point, what is your goal? So to sit down, take some time to set your goals on what, where you want to be, what, what is important to you? What are your values and are your actions following those? Mm -hmm. And that requires, again, that, that self-awareness of, of just taking a look at yourselves because so many times I think we grow up and assume that what we do, we, we follow our actions, right? We keep mm -hmm. doing what we're used to doing without anybody ever questioning us on why are we doing this? And right. it's important to take that time to know your why. When you self-evaluate, have that moment to step aside and think about why you're doing things. And mm -hmm. hold that vision up for yourself. And, and then have an accountability partner. Have somebody with you, it, a trusted friend. It could, be, it could be a spouse. But oftentimes life gets in the way. And even if we have a spouse or a, a trusted person like that, our emotions get in the way. So that's where 
sometimes having that, that coach or a mentor, that, that trusted safe person for mm-hmm. us in a safe environment, non-judgmental, that will help us to grow, to follow that path, to, if you will, show us a mirror, give us a mirror to hold in front, to see ourselves, the good, the bad, the ugly, mm-hmm. and to help encourage us and motivate us and to, to move us to our next level. Because that person will guide you and walk with you that, that whole way. I am, I am such a big fan of coaching. Mm-hmm. But again, that's not something that I, I grew up with. And my generation is getting into it. The boomers, I think it's a, a newer thing for them. Mm-hmm. And your millennials and, and Zers, I think they're far more comfortable. But when I get stuck, after having a coach myself, as mm-hmm. well as being a coach, I realized that for a little while I went without one. And I was so used to having that person to bounce things off, that, that person who was objective. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'll be honest, I had to go back because I found myself getting into a little bit of spiral, even though all the things that I quote, quote, know um, I needed that person to walk beside me. So a coach is an amazing part to help with self-awareness. And I would encourage everybody to reach out for one. You know, coaching is something that I cannot, I cannot even talk of, I cannot even explain, you know, how it has impacted my own life and uh it continues to make a difference in the lives of those who invest in it. So I definitely agree because sometimes people are have you know reasons because of their culture, like, oh, I don't want to be telling this person this or telling me this person that, you know, but having a coach definitely, that new child person, having that space, safe environment to have those conversations. That person, the coach is actually in your corner rooting for you to succeed, rooting for you to be as self as we're aware as possible to move forward. So um, I agree with you. I hope people can really embrace coaching um, and just take advantage and just grow because we really need, we really need to, to embrace the help that we need as much as possible to get to where we want to go. So that's just awesome. So now when it comes to self-awareness and self-leadership, you know, is there a relation with those two things or are they the same? I think that you need self-awareness to be a good self-leader mm-hmm. because what is it that, that John Maxwell says, you can't grow yourself unless you know yourself. Yes. Yes. And, and I tell my, my young people that I, I work with, these amazing young people, the most influential person you will speak with at any point in your day is yourself. (laughs) Absolutely. And so if they're unaware, it's hard to, to lead themselves. And when we can grow ourselves, then, then that helps us to, to give not only to ourselves, but to others. So and again, another quote from John, you can't give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. So as you grow in your self-awareness, then you can 
do leading yourself well. You can ask yourself those questions and, and say, for example, I know that I am not so good in certain areas as far as um, directing and delegating and things like that. But because I'm aware of that, I can lead myself to find somebody who is better in that area or perhaps to get out of my comfort zone a little bit at those moments that I need to and say, you know what, this isn't the easiest place for me to be, but I'm going to stretch myself here and I can do it and and it's going to be okay. But it takes that self-awareness to understand that this isn't my comfort zone. And if I weren't aware I know myself, I would pull back and I wouldn't reach those opportunities that I know I could if I wasn't self-aware that this is a difficulty for me. And then now that I know that, how to lead myself beyond that. So it's opened up so many doors Mm -hmm. by by taking that first step of self-awareness and then to self-leadership. And I know women, men, everyone, could do so much if they would take that time to gain that first seed of self-awareness because it can grow into so much. That's awesome. You know, this is the month of March. Uh, We're just getting started. Uh, It's the third day. So most people are still maybe looking at their goals. So even getting started. And the one thing that would really help you to move to point of success, reaching your goals, doing the things you want to achieve is self-awareness, right? So what you just shared is something that can benefit anyone, even if it's a woman or a man, you know, just that self-awareness can help you get promoted at work. There's the, the benefits are endless. So I just want to encourage anyone who's listening to take advantage and uh, learn some of those things and apply them that have to do with their own self-awareness and self-leadership. I know that Amy has extensively talked about coaching and I know that's your, your, your element. Now, is there a particular, um, I don't know if you have like a, 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 you know, a website or some, you know, a, a, a good resource that someone can reach out to you if they're wanting to uh, learn more about this topic. I can feel the passion there and I can, uh, I can definitely testify how you've helped other people. So What are some ways that people can reach out to you to explore this even more? Sure. Absolutely. Thank you for that. My website, well, I'm a Nelson, goodness, a Nelson coaching (laughs) solutions.com is my website. Again, that's a Nelson coaching solutions.com. Absolutely. And they can explore the website and get in contact with me. My email is very simple. It's Amy Nelson, JMT at gmail.com. So that's my name, Amy Nelson, JMT at gmail.com. And I would love to, to speak with anybody further, answer questions, and just simply empower others to be the best they could be and add value to them. That's great. We have show notes, the podcast uh, show notes. So, you know, with your permission, I'm going to add um, your website information on there. So someone can just click and directly find you. Um, if that's okay, I can, I, I would like to do that. Thank you. Yes, that'd be wonderful. 
Okay. So, I mean, I, I would love to, I, I would love to have this conversation till tomorrow, but I know we've come to the end of the podcast. I usually wrap up the podcast with a signature question. What does empowerment mean to you as a leadership coach, consultant, depending on, you know, uh, the audience or the guest. But now since we're, we're specifically looking at the women empowerment series, and uh, I would like to ask you the question then that what does emp- women empowerment mean to you? Mm, women's empowerment means being there for one another to root them on in their successes, to help them learn during their failures, to, mm. to be there with each other, to, to be the back which they can climb to reach that next level. That's what women empowerment is for me to, to help each woman succeed in, in where they are and where they want to be. Okay, that's, that's it. So as a final thought, for those women who are listening to the call, who might be going through a transition, uh, what can you share with them to empower them this month? Mm, that is a great question. And with women as busy as they are juggling the multiple things they have, one of the best tidbits I got and, and only started doing this over the last several years, and that is reflect, reflect, reflect. Mm-hmm. As, as John Maxwell said, it's, it's not just our experiences that help us grow. It's our evaluated experiences. And I know sometimes it's hard to find that time. Like I said, we're busy. I know women have so much on their mind and many of them have a difficult time falling asleep at night. And that is when I use my reflection time is at night when I'm laying in bed. Mm -hmm. Sleep is usually not really quick to come. So I take a moment to reflect over my day from morning to night. and. Think about the positives that came, maybe mm-hmm. some of the things that didn't go quite the way I wanted, and my takeaway, what could I learn? Because if you don't have that time to reflect and think about that, that day is gone and all the demands of the next day will be there before you know it. And you'll have had those experiences and won't be able to learn from it. So that would be my, my biggest takeaway for for women to to learn from each day by moments of reflection Mm -hmm. all right thank you so much amy i would like to um, wish you the best in your personal and professional life and uh, i just want to say keep up the great work keep making a difference in the lives of the women you touch every day in the lives of the youth you touch every day and uh it's such a a a great feeling to see when i when someone is really working in their gift like you are doing. So um, great job to you. And to our listeners out there, I know you've been blessed for sure. And I'd like to say thank you for tuning in to this wonderful episode. Be safe, be well. I'll see you same time next week. Bye-bye.